Uh, so John, uh, go and tell me how many air tags did you order? Because oh, I know you ordered yeah, some. Yeah, I did. I did. I actually, I spent. <laughs> I waited a little bit before I did. I wasn't that excited about it in the end of the at the end of the day, just because you know I, I really don't go anywhere <laughs> these days still. So I don't really have like a bag that I you know I'm not gonna I'm not planning to pack a suitcase anytime soon or take my backpack off to a coffee shop. But I did get to thinking, you know, we have two sets of keys for each of our two cars, so four sets of keys. So I decided to get a four-pack of AirTags. And and because I'm not really going, yeah, I'm not even going out driving that often, I wasn't in any real rush. So I got them, I got them uh, engraved with emoji. No, that, that's the way to go, I think. I think it's nice. Yeah, I got the, like, the little Space Invader logo. The guy with the little tongue sticking out with his eye, one eye closed, smiley. Uh, what else did I get? I think a regular smiley face. And then maybe the ghost? No, no, it wasn't the ghost. It was a robot, I think. Nice. Yeah. nice. It, what I like about AirTags, unlike anything else that Apple probably have ever sold, except maybe iPod socks, is like they're kind of cheap enough comparatively I mean, I haven't ordered any yet, but they're definitely cheap enough that like I could just order like one on a whim, and and it's not like two. You know what I mean? I'm not going to go order like a new iMac, or you know, even an Apple TV or an Apple Watch. Like those things are you know significant amounts of money, but like an AirTag is like twenty nine dollars or something. Like, well, I could probably order one. Right, and the one thing that's Um, kind of annoying is that you know you have to you almost have to have an accessory with them so that. You know, they don't have a hole in them or anything. You can't just like, I mean, you could stick them in a pocket of a bag. You can do that. But you can't just put them on a key ring without having like a keychain accessory. So the Belkin has some that are really, that are a lot cheaper than the Apple ones. I think they're like $15 or something. So I got those um, to put up so we could put them on our card keys. But because I didn't want to spend a lot extra money on it. But I, I was driving around today. I went and p- out and picked up lunch. And I had this notion that, you know, I wonder what, wonder if I should just like stick one on the back of the rear view mirror of the car, you know, with like some double sided tape mm-hmm. where it wouldn't be in my field of vision or anything. And it, but it would also be kind of up high and pointing out the windshield. So that if I am out at a you know a big parking lot somewhere, I can find my car easily. And I just kind of wonder. I'm going to wait and see when people get these and try to put them in their cars. What how that works and whether it's you know whether there's too much interference being on the inside of the car and that kind of thing. I kind of think that it won't be that bad. Um, but you never know. I mean, especially in like a parking lot, you would think that there'd be enough people walking and driving around in the parking lot that it would be picked up. The signal would be picked up by somebody and be able to be reported back to find my, so you could find your car again. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely one of those things you used to be talking about the accessories. Cause like you say, you kind of need it. Cause there's not really, it's not designed like the tile where it's already got the hook in it or anything right. like that. Um, but the good thing is, even if you look on Amazon now and eBay, the Chinese manufacturers have come out the door <laughs> yeah, running. I, know. I mean, you can pick up keychains for like four or five pounds at most. Like I saw like two packs and three packs for like eight or nine pounds. Yeah. So it's like, it's not really a problem. Even if Apple were only selling like the $500 Hermes luggage <laughs> right. tag, if that's all they were right. selling, it's fine because 
this it feels like a very unapple product because it's like it's a reasonable price and, and i mean like legitimately like reasonable like any person could see it like yeah that's actually a decent right. price um the battery's replaceable you don't actually ever have to replace the product itself right um and the accessories are easy to make because it's just a circle of you know leather or plastic or whatever people want to do so it's like it, it it feels like this kind of impulse purchase and even as i'm talking i'm like well maybe i will order some. <laughs> like you know i like you i'm not going anywhere right i don't right. I, I, I don't even have a car like you know i have one key and it's for my house and it lives in my wallet so i have like one less thing than most people are carrying around right. anyway it's like i don't need this but i kind of like well i could just order one i suppose but then i then in my head i'm going oh well, if I'm going to order one, I might as well order a four-pack just in case, in case I want more. So it's like, this is how they get you. I'm just going to end up ordering four right. and then like a bunch of these cheap key rings from eBay or something. Right, yeah. Uh, and I, um, I I ended up figuring I'd do it for the keys because while we haven't really ever lost our keys, like lost, lost our keys and never found them again, they do end up, especially in the wintertime, in somebody's coat pocket or you know Jennifer's purse or something like that, in a place where... We forget to take them out, and event, and we're hunting around and trying to find the keys. And this will be a, hopefully an easy way to find that jacket pocket or pants pocket or whatever it is that someone left it in, and and be able to you know to retrieve them quickly. So that's kind of cool, and I do agree with you. It is kind of unusual that they are the batteries are replaceable. I think that's a great, and I have a ton of those kind of batteries already because I have some. I think it's the uh, garage door home kit openers that I have that run on those kind of batteries and they actually burn out those batteries burn out pretty quickly on the garage door because of the the low temperatures in the winter and things like that. So I have quite a few of them uh, stashed away in the house. So that'll be convenient. And I think they last a very long time in the AirTag. I can't remember. It's like a year plus. I forget. But in any event. Yeah, I think that's what they said. And, And like you. I have a whole pack. I think I have 10 or 20 in the drawer yeah. because um, it's, you know, my kitchen scales take it, my human scales, just mm-hmm. scales, I guess, you know, yeah. the scales I weigh myself with. <laughs> I don't even know what you'd call those. Um, you know, and I'm sure there's something else in the house that we've yeah. got. I think there might be a little remote that we've got, like takes those batteries. And I'm pretty sure I paid like a pound or two pound for a pack of those. So it's like, it's really not a... You know, it's not like it's some obscure battery that you've got to pay a lot of money to replace. Yeah, it's pretty common, and they're pretty inexpensive. A lot of times they'll be in, like, fire alarms in your house or any kind of really small electronic, really, that doesn't need a lot of power. So, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of neat. I'm looking forward to trying them out and seeing how they, how they work. I mean, I guess the best thing is if they don't have to work because you don't lose your stuff, but it is still kind of handy to have them that way. I mean, I've done dumb things sometimes. Like if I, I mean, this has not happened a lot recently because I'm not out much. But you know, I'll go out and work somewhere away from home, and I'll leave my bag in the car by accident in the garage, and then I'm looking all over the house trying to find my, you know, my laptop or something, and it turns out it's in the trunk of the car or something like that. So uh, that that kind of thing would be handy if I had it in a bag, and. I mean, I guess the idea, the reason to have a te- have it on, hanging on some kind of string or something off your bag is that that way, if somebody finds your bag, like if you actually truly just like lost it, like left it behind somewhere, people can put their phone up to it and it's got, it's got an NFC tag in it. So it's not even just someone with an iPhone. It could be someone with an Android phone can scan it. And if you, and this is just, this is optional, but you can put your phone number and name 
in and it will open up a web page that has that information so somebody can call you and give you your stuff back, which is nice. I mean, it's it's optional for because of privacy reasons. You don't have to do it, but uh, but I think I would. Yeah, definitely. I think <laughs> I'm trying to think of like things like right now where I'd need these air tags, and I feel like it's like face masks. You know, because I kind of <laughs> yeah. I come in the house and I'm chucking them around. You know, and I'm like, oh, I didn't use that one when I went out, so put it over there. I kind of need air tags in all of them so that I can <laughs> actually find where they Mine all are, are all over the house. Oh, absolutely. I know. I put on a jacket or, you know, jumper or something, look in the look in the pocket and there's a mask from three weeks ago that I've got to go and wash because we like just left it in there. Yep. And, um yeah, this is definitely a different world. I imagine when Apple were doing air tags, you know, and we've been hearing about these for two years. Right. Um, you know, the world was a little bit different two years ago. Um and air tags would definitely have been an easier sell then than they are now. Yeah, definitely. I mean I you know, at some point when I'm going on a trip somewhere i'll probably think oh maybe i ought to pick up a an air tag at the apple store and put it on my suitcase or something or my you know all my family suitcases but it's probably going to be a little while before that happens but uh but still it's nice to know that they're available and i mean it's not like we didn't have tiles before i've used tiles and tiles are pretty good but um i'm eager to see what what uh you know what it's like using them in the the uh, air tags in the find my app yeah, I think I've convinced myself that I'm going to order at least one, um, and I think I'm going to get the little ghost emoji or the robot. Yeah, those are the good ones. Yeah, I like those too. I was I was torn between the robot and the ghost emoji, but I went robot. Yeah, I think I might have a look. I th- actually, I'm not even sure if they're on sale in the UK yet. I think it's I think it's t- uh, Friday. Mm, uh, no, I think us. they are. I think Mike Hurley told me that he ordered some, but I don't think they've shipped yet. Oh, uh, that might be. I it. think they ship later this week. Okay, I'll be having a look uh, after this, I think, and I might just order one and and see. And then, you know, if I have to order a pack, well, then I've got five. That's great. Right, right, exactly. So um, I see in our notes to each other that you put in here the the iOS 14.5 Watch Unlock. So is this this your first experience with unlocking your your iPhone while you have a mask on? Yes, yes, it is because I don't, you know, unlike, unlike you, been, crazy kids, I've I'm been not, living uh, the beta life. So I've been doing this since January, Rob. <laughs> I haven't installed a beta probably for a couple of years now. Wow! Because um, the problem I have is like, you know, I don't want anything to go wrong, and I'm not writing about this stuff. Yeah, we talk about it, but you know, who cares? Uh, people aren't coming here for their tech news. I don't think necessarily. No. Um, and, and and like every time I did do it, if there was a problem or something, I would just get annoyed, you know, if like Overcast didn't work or something that I really rely on, which is right. you know, Overcast, TweetBot, something like that. Right. Um, and I always ended up just restoring back to whatever the actual version was. So I kind of just drew a line in the sand and I'm like, no, I don't install them anymore. Um, so yeah, yesterday was quite exciting for me. I was like, oh yeah, it's got this watch unlock thing with the mask and... You know, I installed it, I turned it on, I grabbed a mask, and I put, you know, I'm just in the house because I'm not going anywhere anyway. Um, and yeah, I mean, it works really well. Yeah, it, you know, I, it does. I, I did actually go out to the shop today, um, and I needed to look at something, and, and I forgot that it was a thing I'd enabled, and I was like, oh yeah, it just works. This is great. Like, this solves the problem. Yeah, it really does, because that's the thing, is that I very quickly just forgot that it was even a feature, and you'll just be out and you'll pull out your phone, and it just works, and you don't realize it until you get that little tap on the wrist, then you're like, oh, yeah, it, it did the thing it was supposed to do. Um, but, yeah, it, it, 
it was working, you know, to Apple's credit, it was working quite well from the very get-go with uh, the very first beta of 14.5. But it did improve over time. I mean, it was not great at first. I have had it unlock my phone when I'm not wearing a mask a couple of times. Uh, it's usually when, like, I don't know, my hand's by my face or something, or maybe I'm lying down or some kind of weird position where I'm not getting catching my whole face with... Uh, with you know the camera and and um but it's still it's still unlocks because what it's doing it's not detecting the upper part of your face and it's not detecting the mask either all it's doing is recognizing that your face is obscured to some degree and then relying on your watch once it knows that you've got an unlocked watch on yeah definitely it have actually happened to me today um because i was because um, I've had a bit of a busy day, so I was eating my lunch while I was working at my desk, and I had a sandwich. You know, I was say, putting a sandwich, you had a sandwich in, my sandwich my in mouth. the field of view of your camera. <laughs> right, exactly. So I I went to open, unlock my phone while I'm eating this sandwich, and my watch buzzed to say it had unlocked. Because obviously, it was just like, oh, your face is obscured with the sandwich that you're stuffing in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, it it is pretty amazing what it what it can do. It's um been an interesting several months with 14 because an awful lot of features have come out since the fall and 14.5 is one of the most packed you know dot releases that we've ever gotten from apple i think yeah and i mean a, a point five as well it, you know that's quite a lot of versions anyway like generally um you know I, I know it varies but like to sort of have one this late right you know we're sort of what are we like a month and a half or something away from oh, WWDC? Yeah, don't even tell me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to give you a panic attack. <laughs> we're we're on fourteen six now. Even there's a fourteen six, and I have not installed it yet. I I literally think last year there was like eight days that I wasn't on a beta, and this year is going to probably end up being roughly the same. Although I I think I probably won't install fourteen six unless there's some kind of interesting feature. So far, doesn't look like it. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm good. You know, I've been, I guess during 14.5, I've had it on my one iPad, but not the other, and on my phone. So, and I've had uh, the Big Sur beta on one Mac, but not the other. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you get to enjoy all these features. So when I say to you, oh, I'm excited about Watch Unlock, and you're thinking, hang on, I've had that for months. What's going on? <laughs> well, you kind of forget which ones, you know, what's what's coming out because I've been living with it for so long. Yeah, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Like I say, it was just, it was more of a thing that I'd kind of noticed with myself that every year I would install it. You know, sure. at WWDC, I'd wait for like, you know, beta two or three and I'd install it. And then I'd be annoyed because generally it was overcast. Now, there's not a judgment on overcast, but because that's the thing I use the most. Sure. Um, it's the thing I notice. And, and if that breaks, I get really frustrated because otherwise, I, you know, I have to be alone with my own thoughts when I go for a walk and nobody wants that. I need podcasts in my ears. Exactly. At all exactly. Um, yeah. And, you know, I rarely do the watch betas too, but this time I did because I did want to really try the, the face mask thing. Yeah, d doing it on the watch really scares me. Not not scares me. The, the idea of having to go to the Apple Store annoys me. Um, yeah, you can really. You <laughs> can't. That. That's why I avoid and, it. Like, and I don't even know that they can fix it. I think they have to send it somewhere. Yeah, as far as I'm aware, that is what they do. So, um, but yeah, so I won't be installing it again this year. But you know, I'm I'm sure you will. I will. I'll be st installing stuff somewhere all the time, especially when WWC rolls around. So, 
Uh, yeah, that's not that far. It's like maybe five weeks, I want to say. Yeah, well, you best start prepping. <laughs> yeah, I kind of am. I kind of am. We got some other projects in the meantime, but starting to think about it and think about, you know, how much I can actually get done between now and then because that kind of sets my schedule for the rest of the year. Because yeah, I, you know, I don't think it was very considerate of, yeah. of Apple to have an event this late into April. Yeah, ex- exactly, exactly. So, all right, Rob, why don't you tell me about this Ratchet and Clank trailer? Because I've heard good things, but I haven't had time to check it out. Yeah, so they've been. You know, we, we had the the first trailer where they uh, they sort of revealed the the female Lombax right. from this alternate universe. Um, you know, and we didn't... All we got was, like, a sort of superhero landing at the end of the trailer. Um, but now now they've got this, like, new trailer out, and it, at least from what I can tell from the trailer, you play as this character, um, and, and it seems like you're looking for Ratchet. I mean, I couldn't quite get a sense of exactly what was going on. Um, mm. But it's nice to get a little bit more information, and... and She's got a name, although I can't remember it off the top of my head. I think it might be Rosie, mm-hmm. maybe. Uh, no, it's not Rosie. I forget. Uh, I saw it somewhere today. Rivet. Rivet. Rivet is her name. Mm, okay. I'm sure that's it. Um, I, I think it's a reference to something I was reading. I can't remember now. All right. Um, but, I don't know. <laughs> you see, I've got all the information. Uh, you do. <laughs> maybe it's Rosie the Riveter. That's it. Yeah, I think that might be it. I think that's a reference to the, the war poster. Yeah, war posters the from the like, United States during World War Two. That's it, yes. Yeah, that was the thing I was trying to think of. Um, but, but, I mean, regardless of that, like this game looks incredible. Like, uh-huh. It looks so good. Um, I, I think I think really like this game feels like sort of the proper start for the PS5. Like This is really like this huge... like you know, huge franchise that that's been, you know, PlayStation for years. And, right. Um, you know, it's not it's not on the PS4, like it truly is like taking advantage of everything the PS5 has got. And I am yeah. very, very excited about this game. Yeah, no, that that's the thing about it to me that I think is neat is that it's one of the earliest true PS5 games. And Yeah, because I know that um Returnal is coming yeah, out like next week, which is a, a new <laughs> yeah. a new franchise IP type thing. But I, I have I'm not can't really get a sense of what that game is about, so I'm I'm gonna wait for reviews. Yeah, I I well I've been ignoring PS5 news because I'm so frustrated by not being able to get one. I tried again actually this morning and got as far as getting all my credit card information in, picking where I would pick it up, and then hitting a button, only to be told there were no more. And then I oh, no. and then I switched the store location, you know, like basically Target makes you go through this process where they're oh, they're all gone. But then they say, and here's all the other stores near you. And there are a lot of Targets in the Chicago area. So I went from suburb to suburb, you know, picking new stores and only to be told that they were all sold out. So that didn't work out. And then GameStop was doing these crazy expensive bundles this afternoon. And I was semi thinking about doing that. I mean, it's just a. It's like two controllers, you know, like a, a gift card, a game. It's like $750. You know, it's pretty expensive. So no luck, though. To you. So here we are, like, you know, whatever. It's been like six months later, and it's still like basically impossible to buy one of these. 
It really is. It's not easy. I mean, I've read that it's getting starting to get easier, but um, but yeah, it's I, I'm not even trying that hard anymore. I you know I figure in another six months it wouldn't. Hopefully, it won't be too bad. No, and I, the weird thing is, is you know, don't get me wrong. You know, I like I, I love mine, and I'm glad I was able to get one. Right. Um, but it's not as though you know, it's not as though you're missing out on loads. You know, you True. you've got a PS4 anyway, so like. That a lot of these games are available on the PS4 anyway. And Miles Morales is there, um, Immortals: Phoenix Rising that we spoke about before. Like, there's a lot of stuff that's just on the PS4. Now, yeah, okay, it might not, you know, maybe the graphics aren't quite as good as they are on the PS5, right. and you've got load speed and stuff like that. But I think until stuff, you know, until we get stuff like Return or Ratchet and Clank, you know, um, Horizon Zero Dawn Two or whatever it's called. Um, you know, I, I think it's going to be another six months or a year, really, until it, this is going. You know, the PS5 is going to be something that really is like, if you don't have one and you want to play these games, you're going to be missing out, like truly missing out. Unlike at the moment, I think. Right, right. No, I think that's right. That's right. I should tell you though that I did, I did get invited to the beta of um, Xbox Cloud Gaming on iOS and on Ooh. the you know PC, and I tried it out, and it's kind of fun. So that's you, know, you have to be an. I think it's. I always forget all their names. Uh, get their names all wrong, but I think it's Ultimate Game Pass. If you subscribe to that, mm-hmm. and I had actually canceled yeah. our subscription, and it was within three days of expiring. So I went and signed up for another month to give it a try and play it on my iPhone with the Backbone One uh, controller. And if you have a good Wi-Fi signal, and I can usually get like three hundred megabytes uh, per second up and down, uh, it works really pretty well pretty well it's nice wow okay yeah i, I mean so i was you know i was playing again, forza. One of those things i played a little different. forza um mm-hmm. i'm trying to think what else i played i played just some some simple games too just to get a a feel for a, a different a bunch of different things and i also played on my mac in safari not so great uh there it was really it was kind of laggy and i think it was more the bluetooth controller connection than it was anything else um Having the physically connected controller to a lightning port on the iPhone was a lot better. Yeah, I can imagine that is because the the thing is with when you when you're doing that with a console, like with a PS5 controller to a PS5, it's right. You know, they're doing a lot of clever stuff. It's not quite as easy as just oh, it's Bluetooth. Like you know, they're doing their own sort of proprietary custom stuff in between, so it doesn't you don't get as much lag as you do exactly. Um, you know, I noticed that when I was playing something with a PS4 controller on my on my Mac, like I could tell that the lag was different compared to when I just play games on my PS4 and, or on yeah, my PS5. And it's really hard with something like Forza because that you really have to have good controller support for that. Yeah, definitely. Like so, especially for, for like a racing game or, or something where you've really got to be quick. Like you, you don't want any lag. I mean, this is why, you know, people don't want lag for online games and stuff like that. And, you know, this is kind of the same issue. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Someday, Rob, someday I'll get that PS5. You'll get it. And then, you know, you can try and beat my beat my uh, speed run times in uh, Astro Bar. Oh, that sounds uh, good. Which, I, <laughs> which I've put a lot of effort into. So if you start beating me, I'm going to have to fire it back up again. To, uh... <laughs> All right. Well, it will, and I'll, I'll never stop talking about it once I get it, I think. No, it'll be like you know, six months. I'm going, how did this PlayStation 5? It's like, oh, oh yeah, yeah I've had really it for nine job. months, but well, it's new to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, oh. that that'll be your that'll be your watch unlock. Yeah, exactly. Be, uh... Exactly. <laughs> oh man. All right. Oh, well, dear. that's probably a good place to stop for today. Yeah, I'd say so. All right. Well, good. And good to chat with you, and we'll be back in a couple of weeks, I suppose. Yes, we All will. All right. Talk to you later, Rob. Bye.